turn to the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1. We'll just read two verses. Verses 11 and 12. Second Timothy chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. If you have it, say praise the Lord. Let's read together. Whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. And, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Amen. Bow your Amen. Heads all the Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. Lord, we bind everything that would hinder, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to give us the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that we need for this hour. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that we rebuke sickness and disease, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray that you anoint your people, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Keep us, O oh God, before you, Lord. Keep our minds stayed on you, Lord. Keep us anchored, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for those that are may be sick and those that are going to testing trials in light afflictions. Lord, we pray right now that you give your church strength, oh God. Look down on the body of Christ everywhere, Lord. Some have lost pastors, some have lost teachers, some have lost evangelists. God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you know how to keep us, oh God, with our minds stayed on you. Lord, we pray right now as we get ready to deliver the word, oh God. You already know what we stand in need of right now. Feed us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Bless your manservant. Give him clarity of thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said amen. You may be seated. The subject this morning is stay committed stay committed committed means uh, from the Oxford Dictionary feeling dedicated and loyal to a cause active or a activity rather or a job wholeheartedly dedicated. We're in a particular season now, and I don't know if you noticed it or not, that can't nobody do it for you. Can't nobody motivate you to want to do this salvation thing. You've got to have a heart after God in order to put all the emphasis that you need to put in it. 
talked about some time ago of how all the troubles that the church world and the world has seemed to be going through. Seem like you get past one thing mentally or physically, there is another that's right on its heel. Seem like you can't even get a break. But you and I must be persuaded by our own mind to steadily contend for the faith. This is not a season where you can look to anybody for the push because everybody is seeming to lose the ability to push. We're in a dragging stage right now. You've got to drag whatever you got going on to the house of God. You've got to drag your problems to the house of God. I don't know if you notice there is no sense of security anywhere. You can't find it on your job and you can't find it amongst your friends and you, you've got to uh, be able to reach beyond where you are in order to make it with God. I wish I could tell you that life is going to be easy, but it's not. You often, I talk about this song, you're at the crossroads. And you have got a choice to make. And you've got to make the choice with the best information that you can find. I feel sorry for folks that don't have good information that's trying to make the best choice. And so a lot of times we wind up spinning our wheels and having to go back and look at the same situation over and over again. Now, sometimes we as children of God, we uh, get tired. And we want to know how long does this have to go on and why can't I get past where I am right now? A lot of times it's about your submission to God. You must be able to get out of yourself and submit to the will of God. The planning of God and what God has for our life. Sometimes we as children of God, we like to dwell on the problems rather than the solution. And we are amazed that sometimes when we dwell on the problem, we lose sight of what the real solution is all about. Here, there is a story that there was a chicken and a pig invited to breakfast. 
the pig, the chicken came up with the menu and tell the pig we're going to have some bacon and eggs for the breakfast. The pig thought about it and he looked at the chicken. And say, all you want to do is make a contribution, but I got to make a commitment. <laughs> Saints, you got to determine which one you're going to do. Are you going to make a commitment or a contribution? I know what it feels like to make a contribution. You don't go all the way in. And, and, and the reason why some of us are having problems like we're having in our mind because we won't go all the way in. And I come to tell you, I promise, if you ever go all the way in with God, your walk with God will get a little bit easier. If you go all the way in with God and you commit to God and you'll find out how committed God is to you because he was the one that said, I'll never leave you. Neither will I forsake you. If your mother and your father take you up, will leave you or forsake you, I'll take you up. So we should be able to lean on the fact that God has already committed to me and I must commit to God. When you look at uh, even uh, in the book of Romans, uh, we looked at today that we're, we were not willing to be totally committed to the Lord uh, because it demands too much time. Uh, my brothers and sisters, you've got to get your priorities right. Uh, uh, you've got to get uh, your intentions right. You've got to determine whether you want to go with God or do you want to stay. I'm reminded of the Bible when it tells us that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. When you got your mind on the world, uh, and got part of your mind in the church. Uh, your walk with God gets harder. Uh, if you got your mind on your job. Uh, rather than the kingdom of God. Uh, your walk is going to be harder. Uh, and the reason why right now some of us are having a hard time. Uh, because we've got our mind on two places at once. Uh, I wish I had a church. Uh, we must be totally committed uh, to put God above all people or all things. Uh, well, I think sometimes we forget uh, that when we came to God, 
We didn't have anything. As the world used to say, or the old folk used to say, you didn't have a pot to pee in and a window to throw it out of. But it is amazing after we got over here a little while. And God gave us stuff. And we thought we were getting stuff. But God gave it to us and made a way for us to get it. Now it's amazing. We're doing everything we naturally can. To get more and more and more. But you must remember. Before you met God. You didn't have anything but a bunch of trying. You before you met God. All you did was chase one weekend after another. Before you met God. You lived from Friday to to Friday, but it is amazing now, the enemy trying to get us to believe, all you got, you got it by yourselves, but there is a word from the Lord, it is the Lord that giveth, and it is the Lord that taketh away, blessed be the name of the Lord. Do I have a church that can shout hallelujah and bless the God that they serve? So total commitment is required. A personal commitment to God. In Deuteronomy, the 24th chapter, the verse is 16. Parents came blaming on their children. And children came blaming on their parents. When you look at Job 19 and 4, Job know that he couldn't blame it on his sin anymore. And that that he was responsible. Can I help somebody right here? You giving the devil too much credit. And you giving your flesh too much credit as well. The Bible already say who can separate us from the love of God. Can I help somebody? Not even you can separate you. You just don't want to go or you don't want to do principalities nor power height nor depth can't nothing separate us from the love of God hallelujah I come to tell somebody you're having too many low days and your joy being sapped out of your life you gotta kick yourself in your set down place and tell yourself God is 
too committed for me to be for me to be in the valley I remember a whole song that the church used to sing I went to the valley I didn't go to stay my soul got happy and I stayed all day you need to find a way to get in the presence of God hallelujah hallelujah to God there's so many remedies that's in the word of God when you don't have no joy the word said leap for it somewhere between up and somewhere between down joy coming and then you look a little further weeping may endure for a night but joy cometh in the morning hallelujah hallelujah to God I come to tell somebody joy is your heritage joy is your right hallelujah hallelujah to God and joy gives you the ability to draw water out of the wells of salvation hallelujah you know what the Bible says you won't have a spiritual drought and some of you have convinced yourself that God has left you but I come to remind you God is too committed to leave you I wish I had a church hallelujah on your sick day God is right there in the day of anguish in the day of despair God is right there I wish I had a church hallelujah he was responsible you look at we also consider what does it consider rather what is it to be personally incompetent personal competence rather when you see what Moses did who am I what shall I say unto them when you look at his excuses I come to tell you this morning watch what you say it robs you of the tribe watch what you say it robs you of the ability to do what God said you do hallelujah 
praying. He said, I'm not eloquent. I can't speak God. But God said, yes, you can. Hallelujah. You look at what you can't do. But look at what God said you could do. Hallelujah. We use these excuses. This is what Jeremiah said. In Jeremiah 1, 6 and 7, I can't speak, for I'm but a child. And the Lord said unto me, Say not, I'm a child, but thou shalt go to all where so I commended you. You see, children of the Most High God, the devil ain't doing it. You doing it. You are hindering God from moving in your life. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It's easy. Not to be committed is easy. Not to be loyal when you allow doubt to come in your heart. Enlarge there. Do I can I preach it? Like I feel. That's the reason why some of you right now you're doubting whether you're saved or not and the fruit are coming that you're not saved I come to tell you you're sabotaging the work of the Lord in your life hallelujah hallelujah to God then you find hallelujah the lack of social position judges 16 and 15 oh my lord wherewith shall I save Israel because my family is poor in Manasseh and I'm the least in my father's house can I tell you stop that mess you're helping the devil out stop that mess you're stacking your faith stop that mess hallelujah you're refusing to be committed to God I told you a little while ago about the pig in the chicken chicken you'll lay eggs all day hallelujah and most of us has taken the attitude of the chicken in the kingdom of God but I want to talk to you you end time pigs you done told yourself I've already 
and counted up the cost. Hallelujah. It's going to cost me my life to be saved. Can I tell you? Hold your head up. Don't be ashamed of what God is doing in your life. I feel like saying that again. If you say there's no reason for you to feel inferior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. If you say you don't have to act like you super saved. You just say and unapologetic about it. Do I have any saved folk in here this morning? I'm saved and I'm glad to be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Can I tell you what saved people do when God sent one of them hard messages? A saved person can stand up and shout Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. When God sent one of the messages about fornication and adultery, they don't have to hang their head, but they can holler, preach, preacher, preach, preacher, and preach some more. Hallelujah. When you realize your salvation comes from God in the only way to be saved you must follow the plan of God I wish I had a church hallelujah then he talks about a slowful man hallelujah 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 the slowful man said there is a lion without and I shall be slain in the street proverb 22 and 13 so now the church has got an issue everybody in the church is claiming they scared you scared of what now you're lying to yourself you're using scared as a church as a crutch God didn't give you the spirit of fear but love power in a sound mind. Where did you get it from? Hallelujah. We can't be committed. Our cause. We got a both 
load full of excuses. We can't be what God called us to be because we allow our flesh to become more dominant in our than our spirit. Can I make an observation? We've been fasting windies over the fast past couple years and I notice since we've been fasting your faith has gotten weaker and not stronger your commitment has gotten less instead of better hallelujah hallelujah to God if you remember we started the fast before the pandemic hit God was trying to build our faith but yet we staggered in the midst of the pandemic to where we are now and we should have been prepared for what God sent down the road because we wasn't committed now and now we're still is not committed that's why God is trying to tell you this morning you got to go all the way if you don't go all the way you will not be saved Hallelujah. The Bible says, He that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. Hallelujah. And most of the time, we don't see the need to go to the end. I hope this person don't mind. But I was talking to one of the children of God a few days ago. And I began to let her share some things with me. And I began to talk to her. Because one thing I do realize, the devil tries to separate the pastor from the congregation in any way that he can. He'll cause the children of God to overthink a statement that the pastor makes all because God is trying to reach the congregation so the congregation may interpret something that the pastor says as a personal dig but I want to say this this morning if I'm the one that's trying to get you saved why should I be the one that try to push you out of the kingdom hallelujah 
hallelujah to God. It won't fare well when I see God. If I scattered his sheep, do I have somebody? That's why you got to watch this devil. You got to watch your flesh. You got to watch your attitude. You got to watch your ego. Hallelujah to God. It'll run you out of the kingdom and cause you to be justified and cause you love. Hallelujah. In the kingdom, we'll keep on moving. Do I have a church? Hallelujah. So, it tells us now, you got to be committed to one another. All of you solo saints, all of you saints that like to do what you do outside the body of Christ. Can I tell you? I don't know if you realize ain't nobody here going to heaven by themselves hallelujah you gotta work on your brother and sisterly connection God's gonna have an indictment against you and me when all of our friends are outside of the body of Christ hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Do you know what that means? You still love darkness more than you love light. Hallelujah. And the Bible says your deeds are evil. Can I tell you? Don't you let nobody convince you to go back and tempt yourself and see how strong you are. You're as weak as wet spaghetti. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you, you brothers, hallelujah. I don't think none of us could be sitting in a strip club and watching somebody dance on a pole and got hallelujah on our mind. Come on here. Don't you let no devil get you off course. Sister, look as fine as you want to look for the kingdom of God. Don't you dress to attract the world. Keep your commitment in the house of God. Then your feet will follow. mention some things here. Be committed to purity and modesty. Philippians 4 and 8. James 1 and 27. Matthew 5 and 8. Be committed 
the soul winning. And this is where the devil has gotten us. God is not going to expand on you trying to be famous. You trying to get soul so that you can say how God used you. God ain't financing that. That's you in your flesh. But be committed to the kind of soul winning that will introduce folks into the kingdom for Jesus Christ. Tell them, when you come in here, you got to please God. Can't please me. Can't please yourself. You got to please God. That's the only way you're going to stay. That's the only way you're going to grow. If you're not committed to God, you may stay around a few days. But you got to be committed to God. Be committed to God. Timothy here, Paul, <clears throat> here, in his letter to Timothy. It was written shortly before Paul died or was martyred. The theme of the letter is commitment. Now, can you imagine if you can't commit to God, God ain't gonna let you commit to no, nothing and nobody else. Do you think God going to allow you to put something in somebody else before him? Timothy had a good thing committed to him. As in 1 Timothy 1 and 14. Timothy was committed to the things that he had heard. He had committed them to faithful men. You fly by night. You don't want to be here. God ain't going to give you his whole truth. You got to be faithful. And you got to be faithful till you die. Timothy was to continue in what he had learned. So you mean to tell me what you learned from when you first got in here, you got to be committed all the way till you die. You got to start at A and go all the way to Z in order to be counted as committed. to fulfill the ministry and all the ministers should have a conviction in that area you say God called you and you still don't know what he called you to do 
You need to be more committed. And Paul, hey, carried his commitment to the end. This letter set forth Paul's desire for Timothy to continue the work God had called Timothy to do. Saints, it ain't about your flesh. It ain't about being black and white. It's about doing what God had assigned your hands to do. And God ain't never called nobody out of the world to come in the body of Christ and sit down and do nothing. That ain't never happened. And God ain't never called lazy folks. I'm going to half do it. God will kill you for half done. Man. You better look at look at the uh, 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 Samuel sons and the folks that used contaminated fire. It was their job to keep the fire burning that God set, meaning put coals on the fire so it'll never go out. Why is it we want to do? Half done, half show up, show up like a cow grazing, show up like don't say nothing to me, show up like I, I don't, I didn't come to hear all that. Paul's relationship with Timothy was a fond remembrance. Why don't you get joy? thinking about the church. Letting your mind reminisce over the word of God in the Bible studies. Don't you, you do know the word is the only thing that's going to save you. You know the word is the only thing that's going to keep your mind. Those of you that worry about losing your mind, some of you need to lose it. At least for a day or two. Then you can appreciate the word of God. We more want to word more about. I can't remember nothing, but can you remember the word? Can you remember the word? Well, focus on the word, because that's the only thing that's going to get you out of here. I learned, well, I was in the seventh grade, and I had an English, no, a history teacher. His name was Mr. Baton. He said, why do you need to remember something that is wrote down? For all you folks that are claiming you can't remember. You can go back and read, can't you? Well, read it again. Go back where you can't remember and read. Remember the gift of God. Remember what God gave you, Elder. When the times get low or when the times get hard and you may not have a dime in your pocket, 
You can remember the day God gave you the Holy Ghost. You ain't got to be down unless you want to be down. And he tells him, don't be ashamed. You know, we're ashamed of speaking in tongues now. We're ashamed of jumping and shouting and giving God praise now. You Pentecost? Yes, show him. We run, shout, and holler. They don't tell them what we might do in church. He tells them, hold fast to sound words. Don't you let truth drop to the ground. I don't care what you're going through. And how you don't want to hear it. The objective is save your soul at all costs. You know, the world is pushing junk. Let's do some zen. Let's do some mm, deep breathing. Mm. And saints are buying and hook, line, and sinker. When we should be doing the word of God. How about let's go do some church? How about let's go do some praise service? How about let's go do some prayer? How about let's go do some reading God's word? It'll calm your stinking flesh down. If not, you're going to be saying like the rest of them, I sure need a drink. No. On the plane on the way back home, God was saying, oh, are there bars? Yeah, they got some. They got whatever you like to do in Arkansas. I wasn't going with it. I done gave up on those days. I get a joy out of Jesus. And I try to find some Jesus. Where I, I, whoever, who, whoever sinner, whatever sinner, get that hotel room that I was in. I don't a lock so well. And, and, and the Bible was bouncing off the wall. They're going to have a hard time sleeping in there. Hold fast to sound word. You got to make sure you listen to somebody that's preaching truth because junk is going to kill you. You're going forth with these in time believing that oh, everybody's saved. Go on if you want to. When you get down to the true reality of it, Keep on going on the internet. You're going to find out how saved they are. Keep on listening to the news. You're going to find out they, they did what? Don't put no confidence in the flesh. Not even yours. Because yours will make you make the news. He says, keep the good thing. The good thing is the word of God. The good thing is the word of God. You got to keep the word of God. 
know those who've left. And this is the problem. You don't realize who have left the kingdom and you're still trying to hold on to them that have left. All they got is a former pastor. They got a bone crosswise in their throat, and now you're getting ready to get one in yours because all you hear, every time you turn around, the first thing they want to tell you about that bone they got. Ain't nobody saved over there. You ought to hear what they did to me. Now, I don't trust no preachers. Pretty soon, guess what? You're going to have that same mindset because you are what you eat. You are what you hang around. If they're saying that about the saints, didn't you realize, didn't you say you was a saint? Uh They're talking about you too. Uh Paul even instructs him on the relationship with others. Commit faithful word to faithful men. Faithful words, elder, to faithful men. Don't be trying to preach and teach to those folks that ain't faithful and folks that don't want to be saved. Coco, faithful word for faithful men. Sister Boyd, faithful word for faithful men. Sister Turner, faithful word for faithful men. If they ain't faithful, they ain't going to eat the faithful word. You causing yourself some hard works that you don't have to do. Faithful words to faithful men. And he tells them, be strong. Monica, you got to be strong. Coco, you got to be strong. Elma, you got to be strong. Larry, you got to be strong. And you can't, your strength can't depend on the audience you're preaching to. They can't comprehend the call. They can't comprehend turning the lights on and being in the church irregardless if two people show up. They can't comprehend it. Now I'm going to say something new. It's a shame on you if you can't comprehend the call should be greater than anything you got going. And I say anything. Greater than your husband and your wife thing. Find those who will be able to teach. We got got a problem here. If you pew members are coming to the church, we should, or I should be able to see an interest in you where if I need to, it's still going to have to be future, to set up another class, yes, sir. I've got to be able to see some teaching ability in you. And it ain't what you say, it's lifestyle for those of you that. Commitment is just, I come to church on Sunday, I sing my, I go to choir rehearsal, you go leaving? I 
Y'all need to hurry up. I need to be out by such time. You're not committed. Chicken. Find those who will be able to teach. Now, you, you see, the, the pastor's got an awesome. Find those who will be able to teach. God will be looking at the Well, why are he looking at me like that? Sometimes I may get ready to open my mouth and say, no, that ain't even going to do it. That ain't even worth, that ain't even worth nothing at all. Then he tells them, Endure hardship. Endure setbacks. Endure hardship as a good soul. Where your ability to go through when it gets hard? God didn't promise us an easy road. I didn't promise you everything was going to be easy. I don't know if you noticed it or not. If one area of your life gets better and another end falls apart. Have you noticed that? Go and get your fat pocketbook. Your health going to go down in the toilet. Go and get your health. Your pocketbook going to get late. All of us flip, flop, flop, flip, flip, flop, flop, flip, flip. We're all over the place. Remember Jesus Christ. And that's what we left out the equation. It's not about you. Your service should be about Jesus Christ. What would you do if he was in the church looking at you doing it? In which he is. What would you say differently if he was in the church listening? Which he is. He tells Timothy, follow my example. You know what? I ain't even ashamed to tell you that. Follow my example. I don't even tell my children to follow my example. But you know what? I tell them I taught you better than that. Where if y'all living in the other kind of way and saying any other kind of thing, you ain't following me. You ain't heard. Go out there. You ain't heard nobody out there in the world say nothing bad about me. They may say I'm crazy. I can agree with that. <laughs> and when they find out I'm a preacher, he's a preacher, he's a preacher. I show him. But I ain't preaching right now. You think I'm going to give you a sermon? You got to go to church to get a word. Tell you how to be saved. Why should I? There's a proper place for a proper thing at all times. That's the way I was taught. You don't go on the man's job preaching to everybody. You work while you're there. And when you come, you want to preach to them, bring them to church. It ain't your job. Most of the time, that's the problem. You trying to do something you ain't called to do. Introduce them to the preacher.
weaken and cause somebody to spiritually die. They already believe it in six gods, and some of them believe that God ain't going to never forgive them for what they've done, and then you just seal the deal. At least when I'm talking, God will tell me, mm, don't say that like that. Use a little wisdom. So like those, those singers and things, they got that microphone in the ear. Uh, Y'all do know preachers may have one thing on his mind. God may change it right in the middle of that. Right there, you see, right there, right there. Right there, right there, right there. Right there, right, right there. You better hope you can tune your ears and get you where you can tune your ears to God. Can I tell you, that kept me out of a whole lot of situations, a whole lot of situations. There's some things I wanted to say. Row and row, no Bo. Bo wanted to come back. Right there, uh-huh. Right there. Shut up. Shut up. Follow my example. The faithful say. Deal wisely with the unfaithful. Where you been? Ain't none of your business. Who you think you talking to? You need to pay your time. Wait, 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 wait. Who are you? Gotta be careful. Because everybody ain't on the same page. Some folks can't take stern rebuke. Amen. That's why God tells me don't say something to some, some, to some of y'all sometimes. Look at this God, how long? Before they catch on. The saints ain't supposed to act like that. And saints supposed to be faithful. So he'll wake me up in the middle of the night and get me doing overtime. Pray for him. But you know what I found out? Most of the time when the prayer was for me because it softened me up and got me out of my feelings. Come on. Can I tell you? Some of you need to pray so you can get out of your feelings. Deal wisely with the unfaithful. Don't strive. Don't argue in the body of Christ. Somebody just drop it. Just drop it. Because invariably somebody going to overhear something that was said and they're going to use it as a justifiable reason to act a fool in the kingdom. 
he can't tell me nothing. I ain't trying to. Guess what? Every dog got a day. Can't strive. We can't strive. We can't be fighting. Or fighting with Coco about our hair. What? I ain't got 